Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. And Chris, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google or social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of the Media Captain, who is a diehard Giants fan. Jason grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and is also a big Ohio State fan. Not only can you talk to the Media Captain about growing your business with a great website or a lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about the upcoming draft and his thoughts on whether or not the Giants should draft Dwayne Haskins. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consult and just mention anything Giants-related, and he'll know you came from the Giant Insider podcast. Well, Chris, uh, Kyler Murray uh, pretty much declared that he's uh, going to play football today. Yeah. And he's going to go to the Combine. And How do you think that yep. affects the top 10, man? Do you think he's a, you think he's a top 10 pick? I think he's a second. I mean, I've heard of his name literally everywhere in the draft, so I don't know what you what you think. Uh, I mean, Jerry, me personally, I wouldn't take him to top 10, but I, I think there is interest in him. I mean, you know, you could see a, a guy like Gruden maybe doing it, you know, doing something with Carl. I don't know. But, but to me, I wouldn't, Jerry. Yeah. But there is definitely interest in this kid. There's no question about it. It's going to be really interesting to see where he goes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard him. He's one of those guys, man. He's it's almost like – reminds me of Baker Mayfield where he was – he could be the number one pick in the draft or he could be a second rounder, right? Like at least this time last year. The, yeah. the opinions on Mayfield were, were kind of all over the place. And uh, it seems to be the same way with Murray. Some guys are so high on him. They're off the charts high that this is the guy you should take. Then other people say what you say. You know, he's 5'9". Um, you know. And he's not five nine, right, Jerry? He's well, no, probably they, shorter than well, that. No, you stood right next to him. Well, no, right? they say he's five eleven. I'm saying I think he's five nine. Oh, you think he's five nine? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, everybody. He's listed as like five eleven. I think that's with his hair. I, I I stood next to him, like I said, in an event, and I mean, he he just looked so small to me. Now, ridiculous athlete. The selfish side of me, and the I know the Jerry Reese um, aspect of of wanting to draft him is he's a great athlete. And if you think about him with Odell and Barkley and, and Engram, it's, it's tempting, right? Because he's a good kid, great athlete. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see where he goes. I, I, I just want to see what, you know, the, we don't know anything until the combine happens, but right. he's one of those guys, man. He could go one overall or he could drop to the second round, I think. I, I, I really think he's, it, his name has been all over the place. Yeah, and like you said, the combine is going to be big for him and his, and his pro day is going to be big for him. And, you know, no pun intended, if if a team doesn't mind him not being big, yeah, they're going to draft him high. Yeah. You know, um, it's going to depend on the organization and what they believe in. I personally don't believe Gettleman and the Giants organization likes a kid that's 5'8", five, 5'9", five, like you said, Jerry. That's just my belief. Um, but a John Gruden, a team that trades up, I don't know what Jacksonville, I can't see Coughlin believing in that, but yeah. you don't know, right? Uh, or Miami Dolphins. Maybe trade up, right? And they fall in love with him. So it's gonna be really interesting what happens with this. Listen, the kid is talented, Jerry. Yeah. It, it's you know it's unbelievable, Jerry. Last year when Mayfield came out, a lot of question about him was his character. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna get from this kid? Is he yeah. gonna do something stupid for the organization? Exactly. It wasn't his really talent, right? Nope. This year, the question is, is this kid too small? It's not nothing to do off the field. Right now, it's gonna be like, hey, are you gonna take a chance on a five? nine quarterback that's and, and is his heart completely in football right Jerry, yeah. i i know you hear that i have to be honest with you you know i think the kid has set his mind yeah 
you know, don't forget, there was some other guys too, you know, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson. These guys were baseball players. They were, they were probably have a very good chance to play Major League Baseball, and they set their focus and their determination, their heads on football. You you got to give the kid the benefit of the doubt. If Murray says, my head's in it, I want to play football, boom, he wants to play football, yeah. you know? Yep. Interesting stuff, buddy. Um, the one thing he has in his favor is Mike Francesa doesn't think he'll be very good, so – Oh, so he'll be a Hall of Famer. Probably going to be no a Hall question. of Famer because of that. He'll so. probably be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no question. So, what I thought was would be a good use of time here. You know, we're in the we're in February, right? It's the the doldrums of the off season. And a lot of a lot of Twitter followers said you guys should talk about the history of the Giants more. And I I, yeah. I thought we we talked about this. Something that would make sense is kind of go through the George Young drafts, right? And at least some of them. Mm. Let's see how far we get. And and the reason we do that is. It just shows you that you only have to hit on a few guys to, to really build up your team. And where the Giants came from under Reese is kind of similar to uh, what I, I – I even wrote an article last year that this year felt like 1979 to me. I didn't know if we were going to take a, a quarterback first or Saquon Barkley, but it just felt like you just got past some, one of the worst years in the team history in, in 2000, uh, 2017. And in 1978, before Young took the job, you know, you had the miracle of the Meadowlands – and real quick, mm-hmm. man, let me just read this roster. I mean, it, it's – you think we're in bad shape last year or now, Giant fans? So this is the 1978 roster. The starters, real quick. <laughs> Quarterback Joe Pisarczyk, running back Doug Kotar. Doug, running back Doug Kotar, who was pretty good. He was pretty good, Doug. Yeah, he Fullback, was. Fullback, way past his prime, Larry Zonka. Way past his prime. Go ahead. Uh, his prime was like – Oh my God! Seventy-one Dolphins beyond <laughs> behind him. It was like in five cars past them. Uh, wide receiver Johnny Perkins. Wide receiver Jimmy Robinson, who actually be, ended up being a wide receivers coach for the Giants later on. Mm-hmm. Tight end Al Dixon. Mm. Now here's the offensive line: Gordon Gravel, mm-hmm. Doug Van oh. Horn. Not bad. Yeah, it was thirty-four at that time. Jim yeah. Clack. Jimmy Clack. JT Not Tur- a bad sound again. JT Turner. Wow. <laughs> and Ron. I'm, I'm going to mess up this name, man. Mikolajic. So. Oh, Mikolajic. Yeah, 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 I remember that. So, so just yep. for a point yep. of reference, I was born in 74. Yep. This, I was yep. four years old for this team. So Chris <laughs> yeah. is going to know this team way better than me. Defense. Yeah. This is where the Giants, you know, <laughs> had some strength, right? So defense, not bad. Yep. George Martin. Yep. Your there boy, you go. Your boy, John Mendenhall. Oh, real good. Yeah. Uh, Troy Archer, who was who was real good. The late Troy Archer. Yep. Jack Gregory. Another good defensive end. Uh, Brad Van Pelt. Excellent. Harry Carson. Hall of Famer. Brian Kelly. Excellent. Terry Jackson. Not bad. Ray, Ray Rhodes. <laughs> the safety. Right? That's, you know, that's the old coach. Jerry. Well, he's a Ray corner. Rhodes. They have him listed as a corner. Okay, you played corner that year? Okay. I think you wound up playing safety. Look at Beasley Reese. Beasley Reese. Yeah. So, actually, I thought he was the corner, so maybe they have it wrong here. You might be right, Chris. Oh, okay, go ahead. And Ernie Jones. I don't remember him that right. much. But but you look at the names. That it, this, Jerry, this is something I pointed out a lot of times to you, right? The yeah. 70s, the defense wasn't the problem. No, <laughs> not just, at all. Yeah, you see what the problem was in that team was the offense, right? I mean, and then the kickers were Joe Danello and Dave Jennings. Dave who was Jennings. one of the best punters? Yeah, Dave right. Jennings. He was a whole offense back then. <laughs> so the 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 defense is probably an A minus, and the offense eh, was well, horrific. F. Yeah. Yeah. So right. George Young takes over, and then 
79 happens, right? Here's the 79 draft. And again, the Giants didn't make the playoffs till 81. The drought was mm-hmm. 64 to 81, but this is this was the start of it, right? But look right. at how many misses George Young had. And my point is, and, and, and Chris's point, because we've talked about this, you just have to hit on like one or two, and then you're okay. You have to hit like really well. You have to hit like a triple. So round one, Phil Sims. Mm. Round two, Ernest Gray. He contributed. Round four, Phil Tabor. Nope. Round five, Cleveland Jackson. Tight end. Nope. Round six, running back Bob Torrey. Nope. Is that Joe Torrey? No, it wasn't Joe Torrey. Yes. <laughs> Round six, running back Eddie Hicks. Yeah, very, very limited. Go ahead. Round seven, Steve Alvers, tight end. Nope. Round eight, defensive back DK Perry. Nope. <laughs> okay. Round eight, Roy Simmons, guard. He actually played for us a lot. Yeah, go ahead. Round nine, Tom Rusk, linebacker. Nope. Round 10, guard Dan Fowler. <laughs> right. Round if I'm eight, laughing, I mean, if I'm laughing, I mean, nope. Yeah, that means go to the next one, Jerry. <laughs> R- round 11, defensive back Mike Mintz. Nope. Round 11, running back Ken Johnson. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Round 12, guard Tim Gillespie. Right, move on. I believe that's uh, Dizzy Gillespie's brother. So, so, right. I, so, yeah, 79. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 picks, of which Sims, Ernest Gray, actually remember Tabor. He was number 80. Right. I'll, even, I'll, I'll throw in Tabor and Roy Simmons contributed. Right. Four out of 12, right? And only one was a mainstay, right? Ernest Gray lasted till 83. Yeah, and Gray played a little bit. Yeah, very inconsistent receiver. Eighty-four, I think, was yeah. his last year. Yeah. So, you know, everybody talks about how great George Young is. Twelve picks, he hit on Phil Sims, and Sims didn't bear fruit till years later. So let's go to eighty, right? Round one. All right. Mark Haynes. Right. Defensive back, very good. But really, was more never, pa- never panned out as a number one pick. Right. More, more popular for being traded for the pick that became Pepper Johnson. Right. <laughs> Ra- round three, Myron Lapka. No. Right. It's, fun. It, it's funny. I actually wrote down the guys. All I have, another guy quickly, Jerry, Scott Bruner, that I remember, that actually contributed right. down the road. Right. And so he did nothing. Round four, Danny Pittman, wide receiver. He actually caught, I think, a Hail Mary in like 83. And that's all okay. I remember of him. Right. Against the Chargers. Round five, because that's when I actually watched them. Round five, mm-hmm. Tony Blount, defensive back. Mm. Round six, <laughs> there you go, quarterback, Scott Bruner. Yeah. Round seven, Bud, I guess, Haybear, like Bobby Haybear, defensive back. Mm. Yeah. Round seven, defensive end, Chris Lennon. Round eight, running back, Ken Harris. Round nine, Otis Wansley, running back. Round 10, Joe Sanford, tackle. Round 11, Steve Burnish, defensive end. Round 12, Mike Lansford, kicker, who went on to play for the Rams. Mm. So, out of 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 picks. Out of 12 picks, you have Mark Haynes, Scott Brunner, and Mike Lansford. And Mike Lansford is known for being a kicker for another team. And Scott mm. Brunner, really, I mean. We're known for winning the battle with Paul Sells. Right. Yeah, that's what he was known for. And he, well, he got a, somehow got a playoff win because their defense was so 
damn good in 81, right? Yeah. So, but now, but now his drafts get a little bit better, though, right? Right, but, but you have you have 26 picks. 26, and you have Sims, Ernest Gray, Mark Haynes, Scott Bruner, and Roy Simmons to to right. speak like to, to to come out of that. Yeah, the only one that really did anything with the Giants was Sims. That's amazing to me, and and okay, so like I just laughed that like Gettleman gets crap for this year. NFL.com had Gettleman uh, the rookie class the best in the NFC East today. Yeah, a minus. It's not even close. So I try to tell folks you got to give him another draft or two, man. All right, eighty-one, obviously the best defensive yeah. player of all time, Lawrence Taylor, round one. Hmm. Now I got three. I got three. Who else do you have? Instead of going through every, uh, I have three other guys that contributed in that draft: Billy Neal, Bill Yard, and Byron Hunt. You have anybody else, Jerry? Uh, I'm going to go with John Missler because they used to call him Polygrip, but he he, right. he was a receiver uh, yeah. through '83, the end yeah, of '83. Yeah, right. Yeah, the real good hands. That's right. He did come up with some big, big plays for us. But you're right. Like if you look at these picks again, Chris, good point. Don't read through all of them, but it's it's out of you have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You got Lawrence Taylor, Billy Yard, mm. Byron Hunt, and and Bill Neal, like you said, didn't last long, but he was good while he was there. Right. So you had all those picks. You had the best Lawrence, defensive. Well, you got the best defensive player of all time. Well, Jerry, that wasn't really a reach. I mean, it, every GM had Lawrence Taylor as their number one pick, except exactly. for Bum Phillips. <laughs> thank, and thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Right. So so you have all those picks. Now you're up to like I don't know. Math is terrible. Almost forty picks. Right. And because you hit on LT and Sims, you're okay, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Billy Yard was a nice player. Byron Hunt was a nice player. Billy Yard probably better than Byron Hunt. Yeah, but these guys were on the '86 championship team, right? You know? But you, you still, out of all those picks, only hit on really a few. But they right, were, only one Pro Bowl, and right. that's LT. Right, they were franchise changing. And Sims, Sims right? Sims, Sims made a couple Pro years. Bowl. I think he was a MVP of the Pro Bowl in '85. So right. then you have '82. How many do you got I coming have, out of this draft? I have two guys that will contribute. The number one pick was Wolfick, right? And he didn't have a number one type right. career. And Joe Morris, obviously, was an excellent second-round pick. Great pick, right, yep. in, in 82, right? So the second-round pick, they hit a, a, a triple. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is that right? One, two, three. Yeah, ten picks and really one contributor. I mean, you have the names here, guys, are like Jerry Raymond, Daryl Nicholson, Jeff Wiska, Robert Hubble, John Higgins. I never heard of these guys. And I started watching them in 83. I just, you have to wonder how long did these guys last? Some of them, you know what? It says two next to them. Some of them got cut in training camp. Right. Crazy. Right. Yep. All right. Now, 83. Here we go. He had a good draft. Now he starts nailing some guys. So, But it's year right. five. And in the NFL now, year man, five. You, yes. you don't have that patience, right? Like the guys get fired for these for this now. Absolutely. Again, look at Mike McCagnon. You know, I mean, look at him, man. He was on the he was on hot, he was on a hot seat for a little bit. Right. So round one, Terry Kennard. Then you got Leonard Marshall. Round mm. two, somebody named Jamie Williams. And three, but then you got Carl Nelson. So mm. how many contributors do you have in this one? You got Kennard. I got. I have Kennard, Marshall, Carl Nelson, Perry Williams, Andy Hedden, and even the kicker, Ali Hachishik. Yeah. Last one is a few years. And and I'll, I'll even throw in I'll even throw in Kevin Belcher because he was a okay. decent center for a while, two right. years, because I remember him playing. He was pretty good. I think basically what happened with Belcher was Bart Oates came along and that was it. And yeah. Robbie Jones was a, a decent um, special teams linebacker. Um, these I'll, are guys that these are guys that 
now you see the base being built, right? The foundation's being built right, for right. the 86 championship team. Man. And then the last pick, interesting, was John Tuggle, who they did a 30 for 30 short on, who ended up uh, passing away from cancer. So if you have if those of you who don't know, the 86 Giants, that number 38 on the back of, their, of everybody's helmet was John Tuggle. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so like you said, man, you got six solid guys, one of which was Ali Haji Sheik. <laughs> Love that name. It's probably the, one of the best football names. So, all right, 84. All right, oh. here we go. Now, buddy, your boy. A, a, bunch of, a bunch of guys that really contributed, right? Yes. Obviously, yes. Call, obviously called Banks. And you got William Roberts, who was a solid player. Hosteller won the 90 Super Bowl with us. Gary yeah. Reasons, enough said. And even Lionel Manuel, right? He contributed. And, and who was his supplement pick that year? Gary Zimmerman, oh, that's <laughs> which they've right. traded, they traded to Minnesota. They had, Remember? A, they had a chance to get Reggie White, and they got Gary Zimmerman. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Zimmerman became a – I think he's in the Hall of Fame, right, Zimmerman? Zimmerman. Oh, he was – yeah, but and Zimmerman was part. He never wanted to go to New York. That but he never. He didn't want to play in New York. He he was like a Minnesota guy. Remember, he was like a woods guy, the whole deal, a farmer, and all whatever. I he think was. one of those picks ended up being Mark Collins. So the Giants had a ton of picks in '86. Zimmerman, right. they got a few for him as well when they right. traded Haynes and Zimmerman. I mean, two guys who really didn't want to play here. They did get picks back, and they made the most of them. One of the things, Chris, this is going to annoy you. In '84, uh, fourth round, Conrad Goody, who played for a few years. In uh, the movie Con Air with John Malkovich, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. All right. Well, remember when they're in the the dirt in that uh, the boneyard, and he's trying to say, "All right, when when the uh, when the special forces come in, you line up here, you do right. this and this." And he goes, and the one guy with the blonde hair goes, "What's that?" And uh, John Malkovich says, "That's a rock." The guy who asked, "What's that?" is Conrad Goody. Really? Little trivia, yeah. Oh, yo, wealth of information. Thanks, I am completely useless. Do what you will with that one, Chris. But um, probably not going to do much with it. But yeah, no. that's, that's interesting. Though. I didn't know that. So when you watch that movie, the I guess he was a better actor than a football player. The guy who says, "What's that?" That's a rock. That was Conrad Goody. Anyway, but so the 80- point being, what, what Jerry? This is a sixth draft, and he really built the foundation for a championship team, right? Yeah, in years, really in years five and six, outside of mm-hmm. Sims and Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. So then eighty-five couple huge guys like i would say what george adams was round one that was a miss but he's uh what's his name's father uh the safety for the jamal Jets, jamal yeah. adams uh round two stacy robinson round three tyrone davis nothing for i'm sorry round three again brian johnston never really panned mm. out up oh, around four though mark bavar mm. the golden doma yeah and if you think about it in zeke moat was already on the team and he was a free agent and mm-hmm. i think it was 84 was his rookie year i think, I think it Maybe, was 84 yep he had a great year, but the Giants still drafted uh, Bavaro. And, and mm-hmm. that was before Moat hurt himself in a preseason game right before the 85 season. And you know what's funny, Jerry? You look at the 85 draft. Even the 12th round pick helped. Yeah, Herb, Herb, Herb Walsh. Walsh. Right, right. <laughs> so you have one, two, three, four. A lot five. of foundation being built there. A lot of starters in the 86 Super Bowl, man. So 13 picks. I'd say one, two, three, four contributors. Big time. Like, you know, I, I would say Stacy Robinson was a contributor. Uh, Bavaro, he contributed, yeah. Bavaro, yeah. Rusan, and Herb Welsh. Yep. Yep. And he drafted, you know, except for Carson. Harry Carson was on a team already, but he drafted the, all the linebackers, right? Reasons. Yeah. Banks, Taylor. Yep. You know, he drafted the offensive line, basically, Jerry. He drafted Lenny Marshall, right? Yep. And then, uh, you know, so... Hey, folks, Billy Odd was a pretty good guy. Billy Odd the God. I mean, oh, and he drafted you know. the backups, too, if you think about it. Byron Hunt. Byron Hunt. Andy Hedden. 
And Andy Hedden. Andy right? Hedden. Andy Hedden, Hedden is, the I think, the prime reason why there is free agency now. He should have been a starter somewhere, Andy right. Hedden. Right. I mean, he And just... then 86, the 86 draft, man. I mean, look at those. I, I, speaking of linebackers, look at the 86 draft, the Super Bowl team. There's Pepper, right? I mean, the 86 Eric, draft was the, basically built the 90 championship team, I think. Right. Eric Howard, Collins, woof. Yeah, so round one, Dorsey. Then you got round two. You got four picks. Mark Collins, Eric Howard, Pepper Johnson, Greg Lasker. That's three for four, right? Lasker, too, yeah. And then John Washington, round three. He made the big stop against the, the Bears in, in the 90 playoff game and was a solid reserve, and, and he played a lot more in, in 90. He, he wasn't a bad player, John Washington. No. And then he got some throwaways, Vince Warren, Ron Brown. But then Solomon Miller, he had a, I think he had a touchdown mm-hmm. catch against the Seahawks in 86. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that one, you have more than contributors, right? You got Dorsey. Collins, By the way, that Collins. Seahawks game was the last game he lost at you. Yeah, that's right. They went. Fi- <laughs> I think they were 5-2 and two at that point. Uh, yep. Dorsey, Collins, Howard, Johnson, Washington, 5. Yeah, this and is good stuff, man. This is good stuff. Yeah, I mean, what man, a, look at these names. Look at this foundation of young drafted. Wow. So you have really 84, 85, 86 is the wheelhouse yeah. of George Young's drafts. Again, outside of LT, but like you said, well, uh, everybody was gonna everybody's going to take him. Yeah. So, and Joe Morris in 82 was a nice, obviously a, an excellent pick. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and because especially what's what's – good about that and where you'd get killed nowadays is you took a running back in round one then you took another running back in round two i can't see that flying with like the mel kuipers of the world and those guys like they would kill they would mm. kill you for that a twitter would blow up could you imagine giant fans well, jerry away? just jerry i'm yeah. sorry jerry to interrupt you go ahead yeah no go ahead no just you know one of my you know one of my phone i don't know what the hell, how the hell even describe it with reese but what do I always talk about? Me and you actually always talk about middle round picks. Yeah. They build football teams, right? Right. Right. Yep. I mean, you look at these '86 Giant team. Look at these middle round picks by George Young, right? Yeah. I mean, you got Gary Reasons, you got Bavaro. I mean, are you yeah. kidding me? Yep. Guys like Perry Williams, a seventh round pick. Yeah. That, Carl mean, Nelson defined. was a third round pick. Andy Hedden was an eighth round pick. Yep. Billiard, eighth round pick. But the point being is that you know this is something that Reese didn't do. I mean, you see, this is what this is what lays the foundation, man. You know, this is what builds championship teams. It's amazing. And you can even make the argument '86. He missed on the first round with Eric Dorsey. You know whose name was linked to the Giants in '86 in round one? I remember this, and he became a Giant later on. Was Mike Sherrard? On a receiver, Mike. Yeah, yeah. a lot of guys. Yeah, had he was him. a Giant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorsey was all right, but he wasn't a hot number one pick. No. Know? So. Then you go to 87, and still mm. a couple, couple decent guys, right? You have Mark Ingram in round one yeah. who didn't pan out to what they thought he would, but he was still solid, right? Yeah, well, Mark had some other issues off the field that really slowed his progress. Go ahead. Adrian White in round two, who was mm. okay. He was so all right. Stephen yeah. Baker round three, the touchdown maker. A touchdown maker. Well, yeah. Fo- followed up by Odessa Turner. Like, so, so it's funny, man. Three of the first four picks are wide receivers. Like George Young was not afraid to say, "We suck here at this position. Let's go get some." Right. You know? right. right. I believe Gettleman's the same way, Jerry. I think you'll see that in this draft too. Yeah, edge rushers and uh, line. And right. I think Gettleman basically spelled it out at his end of the year presser, basically telling us and telling the Giant Nation, "Our defense sucked." 
<laughs> Watch what I do this whole season. That's the way. That's the impression I got. But so the only other guy worth mentioning is Doug. Doug, Doug about Doug Riesenberg? That's it. Doug Riesenberg. Yeah, round six. Yeah, yeah. He played tackle for a long time for us, right? So to your point about you know middle to late rounds, Doug Riesenberg mm. was a sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yes, it was. So then, he, then you go to eighty-eight. Now, eight, round check one. out his eighty-nine draft. Oh my god! So round one, real quick. That's funny. 88, round one, Eric Moore. He turned out okay. Not great, right. but it was okay. Right. Round was two, right. though, home run. Jumbo yeah, Jumbo. Yeah, Jumbo. Well, he's very active on Twitter, folks. Um, round three, Sheldon White. Eh, not so good. Yeah. And then, all right, so you, you look down the rest of this list. Not very good after that, right? So he hit, yeah. a, he hit a triple to a home run with Jumbo. Got a solid player in Eric Moore. And then the rest, special teams players. I think two of them went to the Eagles, Ricky Shaw and Sammy Lilly. So, you know, look, like we said, not, not going to hit on all of them, but we, I just laugh that, like you said, Gettleman, out of his however many picks we had, six or seven, all but one. Real, I mean, McIntosh, it's a, kind of an incomplete. Lalette is the only one where you think not, not much of a future with the franchise. And, but, and I, 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 yeah, and McIntosh, like you said, Jerry, it's an incomplete, but I can, I can see this kid contributing next season, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, yeah, he's incomplete this year, but I... I'm the only not... one I think is going to be in the wind is going to be Loletta. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised to see him not on the team next year, like you said, man. Yeah. Um, real quick. Look at, me... this, look at this 89 draft. Yep, before we get to that, let me give one more shout-out to the media captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. I, oh, wow. This is... Uh... Sorry, just got caught in the 89 draft, Chris. You distracted me. A I'm great sorry. time to win the chase that Jason wants to remind everyone was the December 28, 2002 win against the Eagles. David Akers missed a 35-yard field goal with less than two minutes left, and Matt Bryant won the game on a 39-yarder to send the Giants to the playoffs. Not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or a lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about anything Giants. Visit themediacaptain.com to get in contact with him and his team. So, yeah, man, the 89 draft. Yep. More than solid. Brian Williams, round one. Round three, Bob Cratch, one of my favorite Giants of all time, not talked about anymore, Greg Jackson. I loved Greg Jackson. Yep. Hard-hitting safety. Round four, Lewis Tillman, which was a good pick because yeah. you know, Otis Anderson and Morris were on the team, and, and Morris broke his leg in 88. Didn't know what they were going to do with OJ. and Didn't know he had a lot left, but he did. And then, and then round five and six. Well, round five, possibly the best special team of all time, right? Mega and ha- and Howard Cross. I mean, I mean, just think about Megan, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, th- you got Howard Cross, and look at the eighth round pick, Myron, Myron Guyton. Guyton. Yeah, another one. I mean, come on, man, what are we talking about here? This is an eighth round pick. The guys are starting the Super Bowl and contributing. But what's even more amazing in '89, Greg Jackson and Myron Guyton ended up being the two starting safeties on that team. Absolutely, sir. No question about it, man. You know, it's it's just great stuff, man. And, and to go back. I know a lot of people, a lot of fans wanted us to talk about the history of the Giants, right, Jerry? In the first building, the first Super Bowl, and the second Super Bowl. Yeah. There you have it, folks. There you have it right there. And then 90, one of my favorite Giants again. I mean, I always say that because they're all a tie, all these Giants. <laughs> Round one, Rodney Hampton. Mm. It was a stud. Absolute stud. Think of um, – sorry, Chris, for the analogy – Think of Lundquist uh, for the Rangers. That was Rodney yeah. I got a ball. I got a ball in the picker with Lundquist. That was that was Rodney Hampton in uh, uh, for the Giants. Uh, he how's carried, that? How's that? By the way, how, how, wait. How are you going to compare Lundquist to Rodney Hampton? Rodney, there was nothing around him after 1990. He carried that team. 
He ran with okay. nothing. I, I, Dave I, I have a little bone to pick with you with the Lundquist Kool-Aid drink is behind you, too. Go ahead. It's, it's the Giants podcast, Chris. Round two. Oh, okay. Then, uh, <laughs> is it a Giants Twitter, too? Is it a Giants Twitter account? Because so all I see is Rangers stuff on a Twitter account the last two days. Somebody annoyed me. Round two, Mike Fox. Okay, player. He was all right. Then it gets then then we go off the rails. Yeah, because it's uh, Greg Mark, David Whitmore, Craig Cup, Aaron Emanuel. Oh my God! Wow, Matt Stover, round twelve. Yeah, remember him? Yep, ended up being a the Ravens, right? Yeah, it was a great kicker. Yep. Then ninety one. This is where the giant. This is after Parcells leaves, and actually some decent picks, but. Uh, you know, Ray Hanley couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag. Round yeah. one, Jared Bunch, weird pick, to be honest with you, at that time, man. I remember mm-hmm. fullback yeah. round one. You like those Michigan guys, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, round one, uh, fullback, not named Mike Allstott. You know, like, oh, my God. Canavis mm. McGee didn't do much with mm. the Giants. No. <laughs> round three, though, Eddie McCaffrey. Yeah, easy yet. And that was uh, Dan Rees let him go. He uh, he. Uh, and he went on to win three Super Bowls. Yeah, he wanted to bring in Arthur Marshall and uh, and a bunch of Denver Broncos. Yeah. Round yeah, four, mistake, Clarence Jones. Round five, Anthony Moss. Round six, Corey Miller, decent linebacker. Mm-hmm. And round seven, Simi Carter. Don't know him. Round eight, Lamar McGriggs. Okay, safety. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, what was his name, Jerry? Lamar McGriggs. Lamar McGriggs, very vaguely. I do vaguely remember him. Nine, yes. Jerry Bolden. Ten, Lewis Cristobal. Eleven, ended up going to the 49ers. Ted Popson, tight end. Round 12, Larry Wenke. So, yeah. So, we, we start to... Uh, oh, yeah. George, George, Brown, no more, George Young loses no a little Super off of his fastball here. <laughs> yeah, but you see he did have some solid middle-round picks, Jerry, to, you know, besides the, the, the few, obviously, stars that he drafted. And So, hey, that's how the teams were built, bud. And Gettleman's, you know, only has seven pick. What do we have? Seven rounds now. That's it. So yeah. it's not as not as easy, too, right, Jerry? Not no. as easy. No, and that's why the eleven picks are huge in this draft because what you got three in the fourth round, you can make them into a third. And yeah. You know, hey, hey, Jerry, a quick question for you. I saw somebody threw it. Tonight's not Twitter question night, right? Thursday no, night, right? Thursday, yeah. I don't want to say. I thought I screwed up again. Um, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Chris starts answering Twitter questions by. Yeah, I, but I've been good though. Right? I've been good very, the last few been weeks. Great, great lately. Yeah, I got scolded by my boss, uh, <laughs> so I had to. I had to catch myself. But what you call it? Um, somebody reached out to us today and said, "How about trading? If would you trade down to the 16th pick for Miami for?" I saw that. A package of picks. I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I answered the guy. I said, no, that's too far down. I, yeah. I mean, if they're going to do that, I'm not, I don't want to go down below nine, Jerry. I was going to say 10 tops. 10 tops. Nine or 10 tops. Yeah, I'm not going to pick 16. is worth so much, unless you're giving yeah. me your next two firsts or something like that. Well, which is not going to happen. Right. You know, so, oh, well, you never know with teams, but, but I don't, you know, we need players. You know, we're a five and 11 squad, so I'm not going down to 16. You know, no way. I, I know there's more than 12 guys, but you look at 12, 13 guys in this draft that you, you say, I'd be okay with this. Beyond mm-hmm. that, it's, uh, I don't yeah. know. No, yeah. no way I'm going down to 16. I answered the guy on Twitter. I said, no way I'm going down to 16. Nope, sorry. So what, what was your bone with the, the Lundquist thing? All right. Well, in between, you know, I had to put some cold water on my face because I thought maybe we changed our Twitter name to Ranges Insider. Okay, but then I have to ask you something. Yeah. And you know I usually agree with you. Yeah. But I know you got this, like, you know, sentimental thing towards Hanky, you know. Um, 
who, by the way, I would take it a second. So any Ranger fans who I saw some, I saw some of your fellow Ranger fans blaming him that's, when they get shut out. I don't get it. That's what, and that's why I tweeted. Right. I, I know, you know Ranger fans have that same Yankee mentality. You know, I understand. I know, I know what I'm dealing with. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Now, when you put the tweet out about they didn't build, and it, as some of your Ranger Kool Aid drinkers jumped on with you that they never built any team around them. Wasn't this the same squad that went to the playoffs like eight years in a row and won Stanley Cup? Yeah, they were okay, I thought, as a roster. Excuse me, excuse me. Could you answer that question? Yeah, they were. Was this the same team that went to the playoffs eight years in a row and went to a Stanley Cup, and you're going to try to say they never built anybody around them? Yes. Yeah. How is that? What did you want, Gretzky and Curry and Messi around them? No, no, but look, when the Devils won it, uh, here we go. Hang on, no. Listen. Don't compare my devils. All I'm asking you, could you answer this question? Yeah. And then you say, you do something out, uh, or one of your fellow Kool-Aid guys do something else out there about, they never had a defenseman, right, Jerry? No, they never did. I thought Ryan McDonough was a pretty good defenseman. He was until he started getting uh, concussed. He was. He was very good. I love oh, McDonough. okay. I thought they had a couple pretty good defensemen my, my over the years. My point about the devils teams who were excellent from the mid-'90s to 2005-06. What's your point? You had the best goalie in the league. And then you also had probably two of yeah, we the had, top, we top, had two, of the top two, five three defensemen. Excellent defensemen. Right. But we didn't have the firepower up front. No, but the Rangers, the, the Rangers never had any, any, you could never say that about anyone else on the Ranger roster outside of Lundqvist. That's my point. Like, okay, you, but you can't say that it was a bunch of, they, the they didn't build around the, them. The best defenseman the Rangers ever had in Lundqvist's era for longevity wise is like Dan Girardi. Who's okay. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to stick up for Lundqvist. Like I said, I would take Lundqvist in a second. I know a lot of Ranger fans get down on him. Now, now yeah. he has played a lot of excellent playoff games where he single-handedly won games for the Rangers, right? Right. Do you agree with that? Yes. And then at the same time, Jerry, the next game after that? Mm. Yeah, no, it's right. Right. I mean, is you know, listen, I know people, you can't blame him for that Tampa Bay conference final loss. He played excellent. He you lost like 2 nothing. can't score goals, right? Like, right. It's my but, opinion, like the, with the, with, real quick. Now, to compare him to Eli, excuse me, sir, one Ooh, second. Sure. Now, to compare him to Eli Manning, are you people on crack? The Rangers were the playoffs eight years in a row. Right. Eli had nobody in the offensive line in front of him for like five years in his prime years. And then I think I think it was Johnny Paraselli goes, oh, yeah, that's a good comparison, Jerry Kool-Aid, man, fellow Kool-Aid drinker. We have nobody in front of Lundquist. Guys, you were in the playoffs eight years in a row. I know, but the, but, but the argument is oh, what? the argument is Lundquist carried them most of them because Lundquist's oh. first, Lundquist first bet. Okay, Lundquist's number one defenseman pairing when he, when he first started, when he was oh, at his best, was Mike Roosevelt and Wade Redden. Come on, Jerry. A young Mark Are you Stahl, really going to compare Lundqvist to Eli Manning? Never became anything. Yes, yes, I stand by it. The Rangers, You're going to compare the same comparison Lundqvist and Eli extreme. Manning. It's not as extreme. It's not as extreme. Well, you fellow Kool Aid drinkers are going, oh yeah, it's a great comparison, Jerry. Oh, like, I love you. All. The argument was they Remember? lost. The argument was they lost three nothing the night that they honored the '94 team. Two of them were empty net goals. Right? No, 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 no. Excuse me, sir. That wasn't the argument this year's squad no, right, about, right, against Cowboys. Your argument was right. that you guys are comparing the Eli situation. That's where it started. Lundquist, and right. I've tried to explain this to hockey fans, Lundquist cannot score goals. He's a goalie, right? So Jake De, Jacob DeGrom, take for example, what was, he, what was his record? 10 and 6? Something like that? That's without a playoff team. It I was know, 77 he was 10 and 6, right? He's the best pitcher in baseball. 
It, it's not right. even, it, to me, it's not even close. He's 10 and six. It's like making the argument about him. Like, but at least, at least Jacob, DeGrom, at least Jacob DeGrom can bat, right? He has an effect on the outcome of the game from an offensive standpoint, albeit he's probably going to not do anything, but at least he gets to bat. Lundqvist does not play the the power play as a defenseman. Like he can't score. So when the Rangers lose one nothing, and Ranger fans blame Lundqvist, that's not I, the argument here. The point was that you Rangers, especially Johnny Paraselli, who also made it, who also tweeted last week that Lundqvist is the best goalie of all time. So he's got to stop the crack cocaine. Okay. So the argument was that you guys never built around them. What are you talking about? You had a playoff team eight or nine years and a Stanley Cup run. They didn't build around him properly. Like what? What, what were you Defense, missing? I told you the defensemen were because he didn't have Scott Stevens and, and, and Niedermeyer. But he didn't have anyone like that on the team. Like Rick Nash was a bust overall. Marty, but Saint you Louis, had good teams. Marty St. Louis was good for a year. Like it just wasn't. Jerry, like Chris you Crider, were a few breaks Chris away Crider, from beating the Kings. Chris and, Crider and, and, never and became series. what he should have. You were a few breaks away. Yeah. Of beating the Kings in that series. Do you I agree was, with that? If I was Lundqvist after that series, I would have. I would have made the garden retire my jersey because of, of that, how under siege he was in that series. So anyway, let's get to our buffoons of the week, Chris, and, and you, cannot, okay. you cannot pick me. How do you spell your last name? <laughs> I will go first. <laughs> so, so mine is simple. I made a reference to him before. He talked about Kyler Murray uh, not going to be a good quarterback. He doesn't even know if he's going to play football. Of course, everything this guy says is opposite <laughs> Last week, he bashed the AAF that no one's going to watch it. He has no interest. It stinks. The AAF was way more successful than I think even they thought this weekend. I mean, I sat there, enjoyed it. I watched DeMontre Moore rush the passer. I watched hitting. I think the NFL has a little bit of a, could have a little bit of a problem at the end of this year because those games, <laughs> for as bad as the, the, some of the players are, like Christian Hackenberg, who can't hit the broadside of a barn, were pretty entertaining. And right. it's not like you're looking for guys' heads that get taken off, but the hitting is attractive. And I thought it was excellent. I, I was way more surprised with it. I would watch mm -hmm. it again. And it just proves the show. Everything that man says, and at Beck after this, points it out every day. It's one of the best Twitter accounts to follow. <laughs> He's great, that him. guy, yeah. <laughs> Mike Francesa, you are my buffoon of the week. Right. And you know what, Jerry? As the people are finding out now, is that you know we just don't look for a new buffoon of the week because we didn't use the guy. We're gonna right. we're gonna keep it real. So if a guy's a repeat offender, a guy's a repeat offender, right? I mean, all we have now are repeat because offenders. guess what, right? Because guess what, folks, I have another repeat offender, and mine's gonna be my second, <laughs> the second go around with Stephen A. Smith. I mean, here's a guy who came on and said that Haskins was more of a runner than a passer. Steven, he had 107 yards rushing last year and threw for 5,000, I think. Okay? That was the ludicrous. I mean, do you do any homework? Do you do you do any legwork before you open your mouth? Anything. Do you look at film? Do you watch any Ohio State games? Did you, Even if you didn't see any games live, did you look back at some film to say the kid is a runner, a, a more of a runner than a passer, it's like saying that Long Chris is better than Brodeur. It's absolutely ridiculous. Chris, it's okay? not. It's not a, a Devils podcast. Oh, sorry. Um. So Stephen A. I don't know what to tell you, but you know, during the year you make comparisons. You look forward to matchups in an NFL game from between guys that weren't even playing. 
One guy wasn't even on the squad anymore. Now you're trying to act like you're intelligent, you know, talking about the draft with Haskins. Oh, yeah, this kid's more of a runner than a passer. Like, dude, you're not even close to being true, uh, right. So I'm sorry, Stephen A., but for the second time in about a month now, you are the buffoon of the week. Yeah, it's I don't. It's amazing. Does he have bad interns? Like, shouldn't they? Someone just be feeding him this info. Like Jerry, I'm sorry, but he's on TV. It's coming out of his mouth. It's the same old story. You're responsible for what's coming out of your mouth. I don't want to hear anything about interns who's working for him. I don't want to hear that, bud. The buck stops with the person that says it. I'm sorry. No, I agree. And it's it's just funny that you figure at, at the very least someone's giving him bad information or that he can blame them. But, yeah, like you said, I mean, just look at stats and, and formulate your opinion from that if you have no idea. But anyway, buddy, awesome job. Uh, Thursday, guys, we will uh, take your Twitter questions. And, uh, again, we're going to keep going with this twice a week. This was a lot of fun. Chris, you have any uh, closing thoughts, buddy, besides uh, hockey? No, no, but I'm not, I'm not into the hockey talk. You know, um, I just happened to be reading the Twitter the last three days. Yeah, I, I know you're not. About not, you going like back the, and forth. One of the only with... teams that's looking up at the Rangers. That's why I didn't know if you were into hockey. What was that, bud? You're one of the only teams looking up at the Rangers. That's why I didn't know if you were into that. Yeah. Well, like I said, Jerry, come April 4th to 10th, whatever it is, they'll both be teeing up on the same golf course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you um, agree with that? Yes, or, or was... 1,000%. Oh, okay. All right. Thank uh, you. All right, everybody. Uh, be sure to order your copy of The Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. Like we said, we will drop the next podcast on Thursday where we take your Twitter questions. As always, thanks, everyone. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care. Take care, everybody.